Well, hey, all right. Here we are, back in the saddle again, boys. Zoink. What a we week. Are. What a week. What a week. <laughs> what? A week? You remember that? You remember that time back in 2016 when people were saying, like, oh, man, this is the worst year ever. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> Welcome to 2020, bitches. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually want to be careful. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I, I suppose... I can now imagine things getting worse. So, you know, we're here. Yeah. Family's got its health. Yeah, fair enough. Bill, bills fair are paid enough. for the most part. <laughs> that's all right. We got that, that legal Zoom money coming in. Like, things are good. Yeah. You know? Any day now. <laughs> I mean, we gave them our account, right? We gave them all that info. That, I did. They drained it. Deposit. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Just okay. got ripped off by legal zoom. Uh, yeah. Let's 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 put a little flag to follow up on that. Sorry, sorry. Sure, yeah, if we could. Yeah. 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 That's a little admin, a little under the hood. You yeah, can have sorry, a rata yeah. section at the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 2020, man. Year of surprises. And what a week last week was. And uh gosh, you know, we still got a quarter of the year left. Oh yep. my gosh. But yep. uh all up all gonna be yep, it's good. We're good now. Yeah. I think so. I think so. Uh -huh. But I, you know, we've been we've been doing some games. We've been having some fun the last few weeks. But I think this week we're going to get into some nitty gritty. We're going to get back into some news cycle stuff. Ooh, yeah, mm. loving it. Yeah, I don't know. I what do you guys say? Should we get, hop right in? Yeah, might as well. Let's do it. You should check it Yes, sir. That's right. It's you should check it out. It's episode sixty. Sixty, oh. guys. Hey. Oh my Six zero. <laughs> wow, we're in our sixties. <laughs> we are uh, sextagenarians. I think is what what they call it. God bless you. That's yeah, that's right. My name's. <laughs> you should check it out. My name is Jay. <laughs> I'm Nick. And I'm Greg. And uh, as I said uh, a couple times already, uh, we're going to be kind of news heavy and we're going to try to stay a little bit light. We're going to be delving into some kind of, you know, prickly topics, but I don't want to lose sight of, you know, the fact that we're all here and we're all healthy. Like Nick said, you know, we're all mm -hmm. happy. Yeah. And, um, well, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> healthy. How about that? Right, right? Happiness yeah, yeah. is a choice. Yeah. Choose it. That's true. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Well, Greg, are you uh, are you set to to head out on the road here in the next few days, or do you well, just come back? What's what's the deal? No. I mean, I, I move around. We all know this, but uh, as far as playing shows, there are some shows booked at the end of October. End of October in the right. Rust Belt. Uh, so it's not like uh, I'd be taking off in a couple of days. They're all shows that are you know approved, you know under the latest federal guidelines for mm -hmm. shows mm -hmm. and um you know i i don't know what the details are of each one per se some are outdoors some are socially distanced one of them i believe is indoor but in a big space that normally holds like 1800 and i think they're gonna have 400 capacity so it's you know whatever it's in tulsa oklahoma mm -hmm. all right um cool. so you know Barring anything unforeseen, I will be out there and right. um, hopefully, uh, you know, doing some fun, safe performances, which, uh, you know, obviously are, I I'm afraid to even say it. I don't want to jinx it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, fair enough. But, well, cool. uh, you know. Yeah. Well, cool. Best of luck to you on those. Yeah. Well, and nice. I, oh, thanks. Gosh, it's been, it's actually been a big news week music wise. 
And I, I'd be remiss if I neglected to mention that Bob Dylan, guys, is going to be back on the radio. Well, actually, he yeah. was back on the radio today. Yeah. Uh, oh. As we're recording this Monday. Uh, theme Time Radio Hour, my favorite radio program ever, is nice. back on Sirius XM. How cool. much? What is? I, I've never actually listened to one of those. Greg, have you heard any of the? Those nope. Does never he, listened to. A full does he episode. talk mostly, or is it oh, like yeah. a good balance? Well, I would say it's it's an hour long show. It's it's usually fifty fifty him talking and him playing. He plays entire songs, but he sets them up and and it's he's so poetic. He he writes all the stuff himself and he picks a wow. theme for each each mm-hmm. show, and uh, just it, you know talks about whatever that theme is. This particular show is to promote his whiskey brand, Heaven's Door. Wow. And so okay. this entire episode is about whiskey. All right. Uh, I like uh, so um I'll drink it's to funny. That. I, I don't know if you yeah, I don't know if you guys heard any of the intro, like the little previews they they put out there, but he was talking about yeah, I don't know if we can still call it theme time radio hour or not. Uh, my uh, some people are listening on smart toasters and smart fireplaces, <laughs> but we can't very well call it the theme time device hour. So I guess we'll stick to radios. <laughs> Pretty good stuff. <laughs> Words of wisdom, Mister Dillon. Yeah. I literally almost purchased a Sirius XM subscription this morning, and then just kind of, yeah, the mouse. They were doing the it for and... free at some point during the pandemic, but I don't know if it, that's still on the table or not i mean, i had a subscription back when i had my my mini cooper it, it came oh, free with that right right and right. ever since i ceased that i get daily emails from sirius saying you know we will be yeah, back, back to have you back. back for five days right, right. But, yeah i'm yeah. good i'm good okay but you yeah. love you love Howard, right, Craig? do you have I a sirius do. subscription i i do but i haven't actually i needed to sort of cut some things out and um, honestly, <laughs> I love Nick I, gives I, a I, thumbs up to, to cutting out Howard from your life. Oh, dude, nope. come on! No, that now. was it had nothing to do with Howard. No, I was I was just like, yeah, I'm all about cutting things out right now. Right, so. Well, <laughs> the thing was that Howard was just not being very funny, like when the Ooh. pandemic started, because he's like he's a he's a hardcore germaphobe, mm-hmm. and it was just. It wasn't giving me the warm and fuzzies to listen to Howard. It wasn't the distraction described. you wanted. Yeah. No, because it just he was just going on and on about his doom and gloom, and I just like didn't gotcha. want to, you know. But he's the king of all media, you know. Like uh, I, yeah, I, I, I do kind of miss him, and I, I may now with this Bob Dylan thing, I may, I may sort of open up the books and see if there's any way to squeeze a little series or, back into my life. Or we have them on, and they can just bring us up to speed on what they. That's a good idea. About. Yeah. Well, hold on. Let me. Um, let me call Bob right now. And Can we get that perfect? Yeah, yeah. perfect. Wouldn't that be freaking awesome? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or, you know, as a, as oh, a hey go-between, guys. you can go to ThemeTimeRadioHour.com where they have all of his old shows archived. Oh. Uh-huh. Well, and donate good. to that effort if you'd like. Cool. Okay. It keeps me entertained on a daily basis. But uh, Nice. Yeah. Right on. But hey, let's get to some music, shall we? Yeah, let's do that. Yes. We've been uh, beating around the bush for long enough. Um, I want to talk about... Mr. Tyler Childers. Mm, okay. Kind of you know, raised a few hackles last week. He yeah. released a surprise album. He's a country artist. For those of you who don't know, we'll get into it a little bit later, but uh, he released a new album, a surprise album, uh, that's just mostly instrumental fiddle tunes mm-hmm. with him playing fiddle. And it's called Long Violent History. And I want to play the title track. 
it's the worst that it's been since the last time it happened. It's happening again right in front of our eyes. There's updated footage, wild speculation, tall tales and hearsay and absolute lies. Being passed off as factual, but actually the actual causes they're awkwardly blocking the way. Us all from enjoying our evening, shoving its roots through the screens in our face. Now, what would you get if you heard my opinion? Conjecturing on matters that I ain't never dreamed. In all my born days, as a white boy from Hickman. Based on the way that the world's been to me It's called me belligerent It's took me for ignorant But it ain't never once made me scared just to be Could you imagine just constantly worrying Kicking and fighting So, hmm. there you go. Okay. <laughs> so there's a lot to unpack there. That's a good song, Let, by the way. Everybody should go listen to the rest of that. It's it's a really good song. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Hmm. So if you're not familiar with Tyler Childers at all, uh, he's kind of a kind of this new generation of alt country Americana. He's he's definitely more in the traditional country vein than someone like a Sturgill Simpson. Or Jason Isbell, but he gets packaged in with those guys a lot. Mm-hmm. I right. like Tyler Childers a lot, and he's kind of built this this solo empire, this independent country empire. He's one of the most popular country music artists out there, believe it or not, uh, today. His album, uh, Purgatory, which was released in 2017, actually is still at the top, like the top, it hovers within the top 20 album charts weekly. Uh, still wow. to this day, he, wow! He's built this empire, and pre-COVID, he was slated to go out on tour with Sturgill Simpson, and uh, of course, that all went away. And um, his stature has only kind of grown. He's released uh, another album this year, and it wouldn't surprise me at all if by the end, by the time this all gets over and we get back to whatever normal is, that he's headlining his own arenas mm. um, on the other end of this. So he's really popular. And charismatic char- character. He's young guy. He's from Kentucky, mm-hmm. and um, apparently, in his COVID free time, he's been learning how to play the fiddle. Yeah, I didn't. Oh. I, I didn't realize he played it on the album because when I saw yeah. like past stuff, he plays guitar, right? That's right. Yep. Ex- that really explains why the the album is so fiddle heavy. <laughs> yes, it's <laughs> and it's also you know to be frank, and and I wouldn't necessarily say this. I probably wouldn't be highlighting the album if he hadn't highlighted him it it himself, but it's very amateurish sounding, to be quite honest with you. I mean, you listen the to the to the tracks. Or, the fiddle's very amateurish. There's the the band is is pretty amateurish. 
it, I honestly, I listened, so I was about halfway through and all of a sudden I was like, why do I feel like I'm at a Ren Frere? Ren Frere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Is got, that, yeah, it's got okay. a little bit of that. He admits to that. And it's, it's basically, he calls it like his document of like learning to play the fiddle. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's 2020. You can do those kind of things nowadays. Sure. If you got the stature, you know. But, it's new music. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. So there's nothing particularly controversial in releasing a all-instrumental Fiddle Tunes album, even if it is am- amateurish. But he chose to put that particular album we, or song that we just played, Long Violent History, at the end of it, which is the only one with vocals. Mm-hmm. And he talks about uh, the struggles uh, that we're experiencing now in 2020 uh, that uh, black people have been experiencing and kind of white people's and specifically rural white people's reaction to that. And he very cleverly puts it back on white people to say, well, what if it was you? What if it was one of your people, quote unquote, that was experiencing these this kind of violence and oppression? How, mm-hmm. would, how do you think that you would react? Mm-hmm. And once the the album was released he got a lot of backlash from that particular song and he felt and the reason i really want to bring this whole album up is that he released a uh, six minute video kind of explaining and defending his position on writing that song yeah i think you guys have gotten a chance to watch that um Mm -hmm. i just think it is one of the most articulate explanations of what's going on and uh He's really imploring his audience, who is not the standard audience that would be receiving these, this type of information. Mm-hmm. He's really imploring his audience to look within themselves and try to empathize with the situation that black people find themselves in in America and say, well, what would you do if you were in this same situation? Mm-hmm. And that's really why I wanted to bring it up, because not... There's certainly no shortage of people out there willing to give their opinion on what's going on nowadays. But for a person that's coming from his particular position as a Kentuckian and as a very popular country music artist nowadays, imploring his own people or people that he feels familiar with to look at this situation differently seems like a really brave step. And uh, I I, I couldn't be prouder of him. So interesting getting you guys thoughts on it if you have any. So he he's been around he's been around how long exactly? Uh he's a young guy. I think his first album was 2014, 2015 something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, that video is that video, Bird Clock. Come on. Bird Clock. Well, this is we're serious guys. Come on. <laughs> uh, I apologize folks. Don't listen to what Bird Clock says. It's yeah. it's nasty. Never, never yeah. the right time for Bird Clock. Anyway. Yeah, so somebody who's this early in their career who's got a lot of uh, a lot of traction. It seems like it'd be a lot easier to uh, to kind of uh, hide under your wing or like kind of t- duck your head down and 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 his video, you know, he kind of leads off by saying like I just he wrote all this stuff back in June, yep. um, when there was a, when there was a bit more solidarity around it. But with things that things and w- what's happened since then and how that narrative has shifted, um, he was part sad that he had to do this video to explain it. Um, yep but definitely felt the need to do it. Yeah, I, I agree. I thought it was a, um, I thought for a young artist that's just getting started out and just, and whose fan base is probably just getting still to know him and 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 fall in love with him and, and for possibly a long career trajectory, I think to go out on a limb and, and say like, you know, I need to say this. It's, uh, 
you, you can't not say that it's because it, there's very much there's, there's, there has been I'm assuming some 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 kickback or some oh, pushback. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's definitely going to lose some sales over this. He's probably going to oh, lose yeah. some uh, concert attendees. Is that the is that what matters at the end of the day? No, you know, that doesn't make him like a brave soul. But it's definitely putting putting his career out there or, or aspects of his career success on the line to to make this point. So yeah, I think it yeah. takes a lot more for somebody like that to say something than it does for you know three dudes sitting in their basement. Um, yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. And like I said, I think it's just interesting to me because it's not coming from the standard, you know, East Coast or West Coast elite, you know, white yeah. person perspective. You know, it's coming from mm -hmm. somebody from Kentucky who's saying, I didn't necessarily grow up understanding black people, but if you can empathize and you can think about the situation in a different in a different way, if it was happening to your family, how would you react? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think it's interesting that way. Greg? Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, yeah, he's... Uh, putting out his uh you know his views on things and uh i think that he has obviously the right to to do that and he uh, honestly there should be more protest music mm -hmm. you know i was actually thinking about it like with and i don't want to i don't want to pick on her or anything but like you know cardi b and the, the whole thing with wap <laughs> and, I'm, and i'm just kind of thinking to myself like you know for it's interesting that this is like the the biggest rap song right now because right now. you would think that there's like so much ammunition for protest songs right now yep you know like where's the protest music coming out is, of that is community weird, right it's coming mm. out of the country community hmm. i don't know right it's kind of strange um yeah so anyway obviously this is like it's, it's an election year it's everything's hot right now everything's mm -hmm. hot i um I'm following a, a, a friend of mine um, who's a wounded vet that I had met back in Walter Reed. Uh, and he lives in Wisconsin. And mm. every night there's graffiti, awful stuff that's spray painted on a veteran's museum. And every morning he and vets come out there and paint over it. He's been documenting this on Facebook. I don't know how many days it's been going on. Yeah. Every day they wake up in the morning and they paint over it. And it says things like F white America, you know, mm -hmm. all these all these things. And he's like, he's out there being like, look, we're going to keep painting over it, but we're here every morning. Come down yeah. and talk to us. We're not yeah. the bad guys, but we don't want to see our, our veteran defaced like this. Yeah. Excuse me, our veterans museum defaced like this every sure. day. Sure, And I don't yeah. mean to, to, to no, pull no, away. No, this, no, is the, this is what we're talking about, right? Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. And I, I think, you know, there's, listen, there's, you can, you can agree or disagree with, with, uh, with us or with, Tyler Childers on any of this stuff, but if you actually listen to his message, it's really hard to disagree with the, the perspective that he's coming from, which is just listen to these people yeah. and imagine yourself in these shoes. That's, that's all the, he's that's asking the key. you to do. That's the you key. Know? Is and, like, and like, yeah. And so I was kind of like, I when I first saw this video and I heard the album, I was like, really, like this is inspiring. This is cool. Maybe this is a different way to reach some of these people that that couldn't be reached by this by other methods. And then, you know, stupid me, I've, I, I scrolled down. I oh. scrolled down and I looked at the comments on the Rolling oh Stone article. And it's, you know, I know. I know. It's not my first rodeo. Hmm. I get it. Comments are the extreme version of whatever one thinks. But it's mm -hmm. like, Black Lives Matter is a communist hoax. Oh, shame Tyler Childers has fallen for this BS. 
like, oh, you all think that we're racist because, you know, we disagree with X and X. It's just the most, like, you don't, you're not listening to what he's saying. You're not taking it on. So that just, it, I don't know. I, I got in this really bad headspace after <sighs> I got really amped up because of the same type of stuff you're talking about, Greg. You know, just people mm-hmm. that are on either side. Right. Taking it to the extreme, you know, instead yeah, of name, listening and, and empathizing yeah. and, and thinking. The name so. calling, the, you know, it's all. I think it's, yeah, it, it's reached this point where people have dug themselves so deeply into their position that they would be feel embarrassed if they shifted at all. A little bit, yeah, yeah. You know, but like that's where the compromise is. That's where the progress is. Right, right. And there's no progress if we're not, like you said, you know, listening to the other side at least. Right. Right. you know yeah so so yeah didn't want to get too heavy but you know no, had cool, to say man. it and I, like i said i was inspired before i read the stinking yeah. rolling stone comments right but, uh, anyway tyler childers even if you don't like that album he's got a bunch of great other albums and uh really inspiring new artists so cool you should check them out yeah man thanks for sharing that Jay. nice yeah thanks for without sharing. further ado mr nick klein what do you have for us sir i got a palate cleanser to start with oh thank god Hey. Let's uh let's listen to some of the new uh, the, the new Flaming Lips album, new which Cardi I think. B. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I'm gonna play Sorry. WAP. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think uh I think the new Flaming Lips album it's it's a cool album that might it might earn uh, earn a different conversation at a later point. But um, but I wanted to play this track off of the latest one. This is track number two. Uh, this is Watching the Light Bugs. waiting for the cardi b remix (laughs) it's gonna be lively (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) yeah it's 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 definitely a a downbeat song um uh, no when i heard about the the new flaming lips album i was really excited and i just haven't found the opportunity to to it's really cool it's all about his brother who who passed you know many 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 years ago yeah it's really neat and it's like yeah it's i love wayne coin he's really yeah. I, there's been so many points in his in their in Flaming Lips career where I've been like, oh man, this guy's about to go over the edge, but he comes back somehow, and <laughs> God bless him. Hmm. <laughs> but my topic for today, I'm gonna yes, lighten sir. things up a bit. Just kidding. Please. Um, <laughs> no, but to Greg's uh, to Greg's comment about needing more protest music, we have some more protest music. Um, Yay! Yeah. Yay! Yes, indeed. I don't know if you guys are familiar hmm. with. Um, have you heard of uh, Van Morrison? 
Van Morrison, Van yeah. the Man. Yeah, you know Van the Man. What's he got uh, to say these days? He's got a new album coming out. Really excited to hear his fresh take on on current events. Yes. Um, well, okay. Well, let me just let me clarify. So, okay. he's pro he's 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 protesting uh, lockdowns. Uh, he's protest. He's basically. So what he's saying there's is not, there's not enough of them. <laughs> um, They're not strong enough. What's uh, what's, what's the? Mm. It'd be tough to make the words he's saying turn into that meaning. Um, <laughs> now he's pretty sure the whole thing's a hoax. Um, and oh. that that this whole thing is just meant to enslave people. I don't I don't actually uh. get the connection to the. It's it's off the. It's it's not. Yeah, oh. it's not a healthy position mm. as far as mm. I can tell. Um, <coughs> and it's not and it's not mm. just like a protest. You know, like hey, let's figure out ways that we can get artists back on stage to have concerts because the entire industry is suffering. Right. He really jumps right into the. To the negative, like calling it pseudoscience and 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 saying that it's all uh, it's all a hoax uh, and that uh, mm. it's meant to enslave us and okay. governments should be overthrown. So, uh, hmm. I see. Okay. So okay. that's a there's some protest. <laughs> all right. <sighs> well, what the what the hell, Van Morrison? What the hell? Yeah. God and for somebody it. who's like really kind of he's always kind of like held himself up as like a a apolitical he will not enter the fray which i which i honestly think is in and of itself that that is a luxury to be apolitical that means you are unaffected enough by anything that the government is doing to give a crap enough enough. right? right so so yeah so this is obviously affecting his livelihood as as it is everyone's uh especially in the music industry uh live music so the premise that like he's taking issue with the fact that they're that they're completely being completely taken their livelihood away from them, I get that. Mm-hmm. I totally understand where that anger comes from. Sure, but he, he doesn't he doesn't do it in a in a delicate, thoughtful way in, in the least. Um, the way I found about it found out about it was the uh, the health minister from Northern Ireland came out and said. Uh, Okay, so, and I'm not going to do an Irish accent, I'm not going to try. <laughs> Historically pro-Van Morrison, am I correct? The, that? V- very much in the Van Morrison camp, <laughs> okay. up to this point, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it, it's a hot mess at, the, at this point. He, he, he came out and had some very, <sighs> wasn't scathing, some but... Some hot takes. It was, it was, a, very, uh, it was a very disappointed take. On uh, on Van Morrison's latest uh, opining about the uh, Disa- pandemic disappointment, I think rang through that article. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. It it got me thinking though. It, it which is like a- actually when you were just talking, Greg, about um, like where's the protest music? Um, yeah, it's expected of rock and rap right now to be on. I, I think I think it's expected for that to kind of take a position that would be thought of as as the left. And I think the reason why why Tyler's album kind of rings out as like something different is because country music doesn't have that that stereotype associated with it. So it's different. Right. And it's kind of like, whoa, a country artist coming out and saying that that he agrees with BLM. This is news. Well, really, yeah. It's like a country country artist coming out and saying anything, mm-hmm. really. I mean, the last time that happened was That's the Dixie Chicks. Yeah. You know, like right. they, they just traditionally just not even going to touch that nope. Yep. <laughs> I think yep. they, I think they, didn't they drop dixie from their name they did they did yeah now the they're just the chicks excuse me yep mm-hmm. 
<laughs> like Lady and, Lady A. Yeah. <laughs> they're now being sued by the, the, right. the black blues artist named Chicks. The Chicks. Or yeah. something. <laughs> yeah, Actually, right. they're suing. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, mm. So, but it, it did get me thinking about like, so the funny thing was that I, I read the article and I, I obviously entirely disagreed with all the stuff that, that Van Morrison's saying as it pertains to like, COVID being a hoax, that the governments are doing this as a method of enslaving its people, which I don't even understand that argument. Right. Um, but but I don't want to either, because it's right. just, yeah. And, unless there's some, like, meat behind it, in which case, sure, I'll listen. Like, I'll engage in a conversation for the sake of hearing somebody out. You'll, li- you'll listen and you'll empathize? Is that what you're saying, Nick? That's what hmm. we need to be doing right now, <laughs> is true. realizing that it's all people. There's no, like, right. secret organization. These are all just people mm. right, right. really frustrated with how things are going <laughs> overall and really frustrated that they can't leave and go do shows and make the money that they're used yeah. to making. Um, right. Right. Yeah, so... Okay, I, I started a lot of different threads there. Van Morrison's always been an apolitical guy, which really, again, he's not. It's he just didn't give a crap until something affected him. Mm-hmm. Um, and but traditionally, and, Rock has been pro-progressive policies. Pro at least since the at least since like the yeah at least since like the '60s when they it became like anti-Vietnam um, became right. kind of adopted by the 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 rock and roll ethos and kind of right. all grouped together but rolling stone's take on this is you know is very much like it would be one thing if he was protesting you know violence or poverty or things that we care about on the left um but to <laughs> protest lockdowns oh what a travesty and it, it was mm-hmm. funny because i was like i i i'm positive that this is how like all the squares back in the 60s felt about the hippies and rock and roll in general which is Absolutely. this is a problem this this whole thing over here these protest music people they're going to ruin this country um which is the same thing that 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 rolling stone's saying about you know the van morrison and yeah man i think we all just need to shut the hell up and and then listen <laughs> and then listen a little yeah. bit i, I don't tough. know you can't you can't you really can't say anything without it being ascribed to one side or the other and no, and he's he's clearly i mean you know we're talking about a guy how old is he 75 mm-hmm. he, and and like has a reputation of being pretty eccentric yeah. yeah. You know, I also kind of feel like Rolling Stone should just be like, just, you know, he's frustrated. And honestly, like, he's, he doesn't present it well, but like, you know, Europe's Europe locked down pretty hard. They opened back up and now they're in the grips of it again. So you have to wonder, like, how effective is the lockdown? Is that the solution? And I'm not saying that it isn't, but we don't know for sure if it is, you know? So there's definitely some of that to be considered. There is some of that to be considered. There is the question of whether or not, you know, I mean, there's like the whole ethics side of it of what do you do? Do you do you shut down and wait for a vaccine and with the understanding that like the world is all hurting economically? Um, Or do you just let the thing run rampant and then lose a percentage of the world population? It's it's hard. It's hard to see the case on the on the latter side where you just allow people especially people that don't have access to healthcare to get treated if they get this thing to just mm-hmm. for this thing to run rampant just so somebody who yeah. is used to doing a t- and again i know i, I know that it, it's easy to say when it's about some rich person like you know like quote unquote van morrison and again i don't even know his economic situation so it's it's arrogant of me to even right. say rich but it's a it's a huge it's like one of those i mean it, it's it's one of those hypotheticals you take in 101 philosophy that you never think would actually come up that's you know, true. it's it's a freaking hard question. 
and there's no right answer. There are draw there are there yeah. are drawbacks on either side of it, and and either way, people are going to be furious. And yeah, but it, so it it shouldn't be about. Like, it's not the government trying to, like, restrict your freedom. Like, that's not the message, right? Whether, not, no matter which side you're on, like, it's not a conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. it, I can under, totally understand somebody having an economic issue with the lockdown or think that it's been too restrictive or, or anything. Like that. I can totally understand that. But it's not a government conspiracy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I'm yeah. the maybe I'm the crazy. No, one. and it, and, <laughs> I mean, and there are there there's some very real danger to the the trains of thought that that leads you down. Um, yeah, like a, a complete distrust of all institutions. That's kind of a that's a societal breakdown, and and we don't know what that looks like other than going back to history. Except we got some really scary weapons that we didn't have then that really could mm. mess things up even more. So <laughs> I don't know. For more on this, I recommend everybody check out Dan Carlin's latest Common Sense yes. podcast episode <laughs> because that just dropped last night and it was uh, definitely didn't make me feel better. I know how my evening is going to be spent. Yep. Yeah, didn't feel didn't exactly feel better, but it definitely crystallized. Um, but but it is weird. Yeah. Like you know, Rolling Stone just has no idea how to treat this issue at all. Like they <laughs> right. just had no idea. They just had no clue. It's kind of like Ted Nugent. You know, he's yeah. the only other like person that I can think of that's like a conservative rocker. Yeah. And we didn't even know that Van Morrison was a conservative rocker. But apparently, that's not, necess- I don't think it's he not is. necessarily it's conservative though to say yeah. that. If anything, it's almost like fair enough, libertarian. Fair enough. You know? like, yeah, it's yeah, going exactly. against going against the progressive the man? norm. <laughs> Can I say that? I know, yeah. but I know, but for, but for the man for, is the progressive norm right now. That's, that's the, the thing, is, thing. Is, is that's the crazy thing is that like yeah. the funny thing is that Rolling Stone, who has like been all about you know f the man, when 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 Van Morrison says f the man uh, yeah. because he's keeping us down, they're like, whoa, now nah, not. Uh, hold on a second. They put, they put everything yeah. in scare quotes. You yeah, know, it's, yeah, it's pretty funny it's, to see. It, it is. Yeah. It, I found it more humorous that Rolling Stone's take on it than I did anything else yeah. about the story. Although I, I will note that I, I, I found it might have been in this article or another article about Van Morrison that uh, some other notable anti-maskers in Europe are. He, this guy's not in a household name. Uh, Ian Brown from the Stone Roses, the singer. Mm. Um, and uh, Noel Gallagher, who calls masks pointless, you know. Okay. So, that um, sounds, so yeah. it's, it just sounds like but, a Noel Gallagher but, but, quote. Yeah. Well, that's true, and yeah. you know, and we know he's a little eccentric as well, or at least you know. But it it shines a light to me on how people in Europe must be thinking about this. If yeah. these guys are thinking, because they're they can't just be the one the the few single folks that think this, you know. Um, yeah, I, again, I, I know. I, yeah, go yeah. ahead. So yeah. it's it. No, but that's that's pretty much all I have to say is that like, you know, people are definitely like even in the case of uh, Tyler Childers, you know, it's like he spoke his mind, but it took a it took a while to build up, you know, how he felt about everything and what he and address what he felt was important, you know. And I feel like in this day and age, it's really you know, it's a scary place to say something that you know is going to trigger somebody else you know so i sort of have to admire when somebody says something that they know is going to trigger backlash now in this case it it, it is debatably irresponsible that's the, of him, that's the of him thing to encourage. that's the difference but what, what's there? admirable like, about it yeah 
I mean, uh, I'm, just to I'm, say I'm all for somebody like making a making a, a stand that's unpopular, but it just seems irres- yeah. like socially irresponsible. It is, but like there's we're we're starting to see that like the lockdown in Europe wasn't effective, right? Well, their death count is a hell of a lot lower than ours is. So okay. if the if the mean if the purpose of the lockdown was to prevent fatalities, then I would say it's been very effective. I think down. people are just sick of it, and as soon as they ease the lockdown, then the infection rate went back up. The point wasn't this is going to solve the problem. The point was we it's need to wait for a vaccine enough. and let's reduce right. the fatality. And at a certain point, they realized that the populace wasn't yeah. going to tolerate much more of this, so they eased restrictions, and now they're having problems again. Right. I mean, it's. But they've got a lot less people that have died, so I don't know. Yeah, but the other I mean, thing is just yeah. th- that people don't talk about is just the the age, the average age of the deaths, you know what I mean? And how there's like certain people that are more prone to this thing than others, you know? And yeah. they those are the people that need to protect themselves. But the rest of us have, you know... I, I gotta be honest. like 75? Well, I have asthma, so I would, yeah, I've had conversations with friends that have been like, you know, people that are, that are, that are susceptible to this should like, they can hunker down. Yeah. But that's me. So, I I mean, I, I, it would be. No, and I mean, I don't mean to sound tone deaf on that, but I'm just talking about like the big, big picture here, you know, Mm -hmm. that there's other things to consider. And like, nobody talks about the, the fact that most of these deaths are, way up in the age you know area you know in that in that demographic and so it's like and we've been seeing all this misinformation flying around you know on both sides and i don't know it's just it's a tricky place like in culver city here mm-hmm. right 29 deaths in the la- in the whole 6 months and most and more than half of them were in a nursing home you know mm-hmm. and i'm just like wow that's lot less than i thought you know what i mean considering the now maybe it's because we have been locked down and you know california is pretty strict yeah right well that's the tricky part is that you can pull up any kind of statistic to like support any theory well and and the biggest thing about the lockdown is that you that's the biggest thing about any precautionary step in a in a circumstance like this is you can only ever get called a, a a a nut job for blowing it out of proportion. Look at the 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 Millennium bug, right? The 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 Y two K bug. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> th- that was called this. That's like in retro. It, everybody thinks it was this hoax. It wasn't a hoax. They did a crap ton of work and resolved right. a ton of issues that never caused a huge problem. Only and they even knew at the time if we do our job right, we're gonna be told like, well, that was a big waste of money and effort. <laughs> right. Like that means we did our job. Right, you know that that it's it, if it works, things don't change uh, and mm-hmm. and things don't get worse. So yeah. you can't win in this circumstance. You just yeah. no. you just can't. Uh, it's there's nothing yeah, easy it, about this. I, I any time that I feel like God, this really sucks. That I can't do X or I can't do Y or I have to do this or I have to do that, which happens. It, I mean, it's getting frustrating for everybody, right? You know, everybody's yeah. oh, like yeah. pulling their hair out. I try to remember that it's not it's not just me. It's like I come in contact with Anne's parents, my wife's parents, and I come in in contact with my parents, and they come in contact with other people that are of that age. So I try to keep it on that level, like, because if you just try to, like, well, I'm going to be safe, probably, right? Mm -hmm. If you just think about it in those terms, it can be really easy to just say, well, f*** this, man, this is, I don't know. 
that's that's just kind of but where it's, I've it's, been it, trying to keep no. my head whenever I get like no, that. No, and obviously, and look, I follow the rules, you know. I don't break the rules, and yeah, I'm not, yeah, yeah. you know, like I'm not screaming from the rooftop like well, it's, we'd end the lockdown, you know. But yeah. I I also don't think necessarily that people should be mocked for disagreeing with it. That's all I'm gonna say, you know, because and and that it's like really how how influential is. Like, I wouldn't have even heard of this except Rolling Stone made a big deal out of it. And that's a good point. You know? <laughs> that's, so that's, you know, so that, that's all I'm saying. It's like, dude, Van Morrison saying we shouldn't wear masks, you know. Well, you know, I can understand why. Okay, but now boomer. it's like, what? An, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay, boomer. But now Rolling Stone comes along and is like, can you believe this asshole? Yeah. What a f***ing idiot, you know? And it's like, I, that's, I'm like, slow down, you know? Because yeah. these are the, these are the uh, I think by... And you'll have to correct me on the, on this, but like, has the has the government ever been able to force healthy people to stay home until this? I don't think it ever has happened in history. Has the government no. ever been able to force this people first... to stay home through? I, I, I mean, I believe there were lockdowns in the nineteen eighteen. Yeah, maybe like on the west coast. But the, but when they maybe were, on the west coast, like during they, the world, those were for during the war. The sick, when they were sick afraid people. of Japanese bar- bombing. Maybe. Anyway, I've 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 heard that it, this this is technically like the most oppressive by that, worldwide, sure by that token, but yeah. Yeah, but also in the U.S. because like in eight, in nineteen eighteen, I think the difference is that like if you were sick, you had to stay home, but if you were healthy, <clears> you could still you could still go out. Well, and yeah, I don't know. cities locked and, down, but there were it, yeah, yeah, there was not they so, didn't extend to the rural areas. Anyhow, you know, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It, it's 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 definitely like you know again, yeah. Let the boomers comp- like want you know. And and maybe sure. we don't know what we don't know what his what his uh, money situation is because didn't we say David Crosby is losing his house you know <laughs> yeah. like earlier yeah. this? like that's, like, that's true fair enough we don't we don't know sorry, and Van. sorry Van if I stepped he up also he stuff. also has probably his band on retainer and like you know if he can't pay them he's probably he's probably trying to be like hey don't worry lads I'll you know I'll. I'm gonna face the man and we're gonna get back out on the road and it's gonna be great here's what I'm you gonna know? do I'm gonna release some protest songs yeah this will this will get us back out on the road yeah Yeah. (laughs) but anyway you know i feel like again that they're it's like just let the man do it you know and if people people are going to react to how they're going to react you know and like i understand that the government is frustrated because they're like no we're trying to keep everybody home but like you know it's not like people don't read about this all day long like and and you know and and maybe if you're so if you're so concerned about van morrison persuading the people that you govern to do something else, maybe you need to be a little more persuasive as a government to. Uh, also, that I think that's a pretty fair point there, Greg. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Thank you. Thank you for listening. I'm not an anti-masker. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I just think that you, you could just empathize with them. Yeah, you know, and obviously we we, we want to make <laughs> empathy it all... is the key yes. theme to this episode. Yes, that exactly. is 2020 right there. <laughs> yeah, indeed, indeed. Sorely lacking. And I was, you know, look. You guys bringing this these issues into uh, the you should check it out realm, I get a little bit like, <laughs> okay, because I don't know if everybody feels the way I do about things, but you know, it's all the desired outcome is that people are safe and healthy. I don't wish anyone to get sick. I would hate for someone who is eighty years old to get COVID. I would hate for a thirty-five to forty-year-old with asthma to get. You know, I mean, I'd hate that. And if that requires us to follow certain protocols well i'll do it i have been doing it 
I've been encouraging everyone to do the yeah. same. You know, never and I'm not discouraging. Say, and, and I wasn't saying that. Hey, I've got asthma, so the world needs to stop. No, uh, but it's I'm just, just saying, it, like, it, it seems like it's. No, it seems noted, like noted snowflake, Nick Klein. <laughs> Thank you very much. Everybody, just stay in your house because I might get. I might have a bad cough. Um. No, but it's. It's just, yeah. it, it, it's very difficult. It, it, obviously, it's frustrating that in six months we still don't have a clear answer, you know, and it started, and now you've got people that are like, well, where's the, you know, where is the science? Where is the government? I, I got to be like, honest. Okay. They've been saying, I, I, there is not a day that I have not heard from the CDC that 2021 is going to be when the vaccine comes. It's going to suck right. until then. Like, they've been yeah. saying it. People just don't like hearing it. That's true. It, yeah. it, there's nothing's changed from the scientists aside from, yeah. yeah right. So. But I, I, I totally understand, and I'm, yeah. All right, well, this has yeah. been another great episode of Political Talk. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's get uh, us back on a music footing here, hey, uh, Greg. Right. What, what do you got for us this week? All right. Well, um, I'll tell you what. Air time mask! <laughs> the mask! The mask! The mask! Yeah, yeah, the mask! Yeah, yeah, yeah! No more lockdown! <laughs> yeah, it's Van, Mor- Van Morrison's punk album. <laughs> <laughs> um... Well, I well first of all, I actually would love to uh, take this opportunity before I forget. I want to give a big shout out to um, a couple listeners. One, uh, Paul Moffat, uh, my uh, co-not Chili Pepper. He's Excellent. the flea of the band. Excellent. Um, who's who's been listening to us um, in his long rides around oh, what's up, California? Paul, Moffitt. thanks for listening, Paul. Yeah, and uh, also I want to give a shout out to my homie from B Town, Bethesda, uh, Maryland. Oh, okay, that's um, what that is. Right. Yeah, B Town. <laughs> uh, Toby Biswas and his lovely wife Debbie, who I've known hey. since high school, and their little ones Liam and Talia. Apparently, listening to this podcast is their Sunday dinner ritual. Oh wow! Day. All right. Yeah, yeah. So like as, like, or as, as, yeah. as they're cooking, they they put it on. Nice. So, uh, cool. Sorry if I offended you guys. Don't burn uh, the risotto. <laughs> Don't burn the risotto. Do hey, you, you burn want. the risotto, Toby. <laughs> what are you doing? Okay. Anyway. Um, Thanks, so, Toby. <laughs> yeah. So this next uh, topic is going to be guitar related. Big surprise. But let's let's let, yeah let's let's listen to some shred. Let's listen <laughs> to some acoustic shred. This is for everybody. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check it out.
as my uh, as my old uh, guitar teacher would say, more notes, less soul. No. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's pretty sweet, man. Yes. Well, I think you guys are familiar with that recording. That is uh, that particular track is Mediterranean Sundance. Aldi Miola and Paco de Lucia off of the album Friday Night in San Francisco, which also features John McLaughlin. Yeah. Um, who, yeah, but that track, I, it's funny, I always thought it was a, all three of them on stage for that track, but it's actually just the two. Yeah, I didn't oh, know It's that. just Di Miola and uh, De Lucia. And what's interesting to note is that Di Miola uses a pick, but De Lucia uses fingers. On and, the Spanish guitar. On, on the, the Spanish guitar. Yeah, nice. And De Lucia, with his right hand fingers, totally like out shreds you know yeah. <laughs> you can play Demiola. even more notes than demio i mean you Demiola get those can play you get those working notes. man it's like two picks yeah or exactly three. it's just yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly he's he's using a three-fingered technique i think you know so or, you know plus a thumb but anyway Dude, I've, I've gone all in on the uh, <laughs> oh, thumb pick. hey nothing, oh, but nice. thumb, nothing but thumb pick these days hey, wow. wow yeah cool yeah, yeah nice, it's like man. hybrid uh, thumb pick slash flat pick pick thing that I've just nice. like committed. I've just committed myself to, to using nothing but that. And it's, that's it's cool, out. man. I'm glad that's working out for you. Thanks. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, it, it's interesting. This uh, this record came back into my life. I actually, ha- you know, I have a great copy of it on wax, and I come back to it every couple of years, you know, just to be like, holy, <laughs> this guy's playing <laughs> a lot of notes. Yeah. Um, but uh, the tunes are really cool, really special. Um, and um, some of my more advanced students actually brought it to me and they were like, yeah, I've been listening to this. And I was like, oh, well, we can learn like some of it. Yeah. <laughs> I can definitely tell you. Know, a bar. I mean, we could, yeah. <laughs> you know, we can, we can um, learn the tune and then I can, sh- you know, we can sort of analyze the solos, maybe transcribe some of it. You know, we have some slow downers, you know, mm-hmm. at our disposal. Mm-hmm. Um, we there's have the a technology. minor in there. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. I think he's playing an E at some point. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, in listening to, to this, it reminded me of, a, of an article that came out in New York Times, like maybe like two, three weeks ago at the most. Okay. Um, actually, what is the exact date of this? I can look it up real quick. It was on September 8th. Yeah, so about three weeks ago. And uh, the title of the article is, Guitars are back, baby. <laughs> Painted by some as a boomer relic just years ago. There's that word again. Okay, boomer. Uh, <laughs> the, the guitar is seeing a revival that may just extend past the stress purchase quarantine bounce. Uh-huh. And um, it goes on to sort the of... Fa- <laughs> the famous stress purchase quarantine bounce. That's hey. a, it's an economic indicator say- now. Yeah. Here, apparently. <laughs> Hear it on Marketplace every night. Yep. <laughs> no, but it's funny. God, you know, I mean, When I saw this, I was like, wow, that's so crazy because... The Washington Post in 2017 put out an article saying, calling the slow secret death of the six string electric. That's right. You know, that that was among us. And mm-hmm. I remember reading that and being like, no, it's not. What are you <laughs> talking about? What are you talking about? You know? And so now we're, we're seeing after this horrible march that these companies had, this huge influx of sales. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, it's because the, you know, once the Netflix runs out, you know, this, it only keeps people going for so long. And then, yeah. you know, now they're, when it's also know, colder and people like that had, you know, cause bike sales, skateboard sales were like sky high three months ago. Mm-hmm. So I, it's kind of, yeah, now it's like the indoor hobby. Everybody's yeah. getting yeah. instruments. Yeah. But the yeah. sales figures are f- 
are uh, they're incredible. When I saw this article, I I could I almost couldn't believe it that Fender had their best year of sales in the history of their company in Jeez, 2020. That's incredible. It's, it's September. That is incredible. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. Like you know, and, yeah. and we were talking to Keith Grasso, uh, the owner mm-hmm. of Island Music. Um, mm-hmm. We had him on the show a, a couple months ago, almost a year ago, I guess. And uh, he had mentioned that article in the Washington Post about the death of the right. electric guitar. Mm-hmm. I thought, you know, and, man. Uh, I, I, I'm far enough removed. I don't know. You know, I don't know what the kids are doing these days. Greg, you're a little bit closer. You teach lessons. Well, so. it, it, it's, I mean, I, I think I may have told this anecdote before, but I have a, a student who's a teenager, you know, and she she was just getting way more into her guitar than her phone. And she was playing until she fell asleep. She, you know, this there was, I don't want to say she was going through uh, whatever we were going through. Yeah. Whether you want to call it, you know, I, I don't want to use a strong word like depression, but like, you know, it was a bit it of was a, a coping mechanism. It was, yes, exactly. Yes. She was, she needed something to help her cope and the phone wasn't helping. Yeah. Right. You know? And, yeah. uh, so she was playing guitar until she fell asleep. You know, when I heard that, I was like, man, that's so great. You know, cause not only are you practicing, <laughs> but two, like, you know, this is helping your mental state, you know, this is helping yeah. you calm down. You know, yeah. and uh, so you so, clearly agree with the assessment of this New York Times article. Look, uh, you know they, they they have the the numbers. I love seeing positive things about guitar. Is that a Washington you know? Post? I think this one. No, the Washington Post was the bad one from 2017. Yes, the death. Oh, the New oh, York oh, Times I'm, article I'm, from September 8th. My apologies. Yeah, that, right. Yeah. So it's not even accounting for the secondhand guitars. Right, Can you imagine right. how like how crazy that's going? You know, like you got eBay, Craigslist, Etsy, Reverb. You know, all all of these outlets are you know providing people with instruments. Yeah, and people want yeah. instruments. Yeah, they're killing it, and it's we'll see if there's leads to to sort of a you know some kind of huge influx of creativity, and uh, you know, obviously we have you know music producers coming out of our ears these days, but like <laughs> you know, I mean, there's gonna there's gonna be like two generations that of more than that i mean like history has changed you know the the, the arc of history like we'll, there will be all these things pointing to things that occurred now right. so it, yeah i mean this is it's one of those it's another one of those silver linings right it's we got a ton of great music coming for at least a couple generations definitely Woo. definitely <laughs> yeah and um no it's cool i, I was actually you know I, it, it hit me a little too late but i was thinking if it would have been interesting to Hit up Mr. Grasso or maybe I was some thinking of my the friends. same thing. Uh, we, sh- yeah. we should definitely well, get him on here soon. Should, yeah, I, well, I know I talked I to him can. early and on in this pandemic, and he was saying how frustrating. You know, he was echoing yeah, a lot of the stressed. sentiments that you had, Greg. Honestly, how frustrating it is. Mm-hmm. But that was back in like March and April. You know, when he yeah, couldn't yeah. even open the store at all. And I know he's back right. now. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it'd be interesting to get his take on it. Yeah, but um, you know, I was also thinking about some of my friends over at D'Angelico, but I think this was this episode kind of came up too quick. But maybe we could have a uh, uh, you know an episode dedicated to this topic down the road, where we can bring on people from the industry and brilliant. Have, I love have it. a powwow, yeah. have yeah. a powwow if we will. Totally, indeed. Um, talk about but, Nam, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll talk about Nam a little bit. Yeah, Nam's not happening this year, by the way. I know. Nam I is, saw that. Yeah, yeah. 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 But uh, it'll be you know remote. I obviously. The safe thing to do, you know. This, um, you know, we're talking about people coming from every country, mm-hmm. you know, and being 
<laughs> you know, Tough packed in like sardines. Yeah. Not, not, not ideal. Huge not convention ideal. center. Nah, not it's ideal. not ideal. You know, but uh, <laughs> um, you know, hopefully they're it'll be back on in 2022. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's definitely an interesting thing, and I, I just I, I never bought into this concept though that the Washington Post tried to get across that people don't care about guitar anymore. Okay. I just don't. I never bought that. I'm like, no, that's just not. And I realize I might live in like the the uh, equivalent of the uh, the bubble, yeah. if you will, you know, yeah. for guitar. Because I'm like, well, I care about guitars, and all my yeah. friends care about guitars. <laughs> you're but within, it's you're not, within the exception bubble. Yeah. Yeah, but it's you know, and it's like you guys included, like you know, and uh, you know, obviously, Jay's got like three I've guitars. I've never cared about right guitar. He never cared. I'm just kidding. Never, no, I'm just kidding. You, you were ahead yeah. of the trend, Nick. I, I've yeah, been yeah, saying yeah, exactly. this. I've been saying this for 30, 38 years now. So. Even like you know when uh, was it, what's his face Kanye said something about guitars or I don't even know if if it's like a real quote, but you know basically saying like they're just not you know. Well, the the hint of truth I think in the Washington Post article was that there hasn't been really been like a guitar hero. Right. Like that's, that's emerged over the past, I don't know, decade, mm-hmm. 15 years. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's not, maybe what's 2020 is showing is that we don't need a guitar hero to sustain that trend. There maybe are it, so maybe it, many. There are huh? so many on YouTube. You oh, there's know so many I mean? on YouTube. They're, it's just they're coming yeah, they're, from They're, they're not spots. on the Spotify charts, but there's so many guitar heroes on YouTube, man. Fair enough. Fair you enough. Know? Totally. Yeah. And some of them are like people I ended up growing up with. It would like it was just like you know if you had Tosin Abasi and Misha Mansoor, those guys are from DC. Yeah, Melanie West, you know, is this fantastic like sixteen-year-old guitar player, mm-hmm. unbelievable. You know, Anna Vidovich is like a classical like star. You know, these people have like millions and millions of views on YouTube. Yeah, you know? yeah. And and they go when you know then they go out like people people know who they who they are. You know and. Look, Bill and Ted's uh, the third movie that just did really well, right? Yep. I think. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I, I think by by like by Washington by what Washington Post seems to outline here is like their definition of a guitar hero. Like that just doesn't exist anymore. Like there's just yeah. too much. Right. There's too much segmentation and too many niches that people find themselves in because you can just find music. You don't just have the one FM station that that's everybody right. listens to, and that's how you get your music, which that's is right. why you had heroes at that level. I incidentally right. found Kanye's quote, which is... Thank you. This thus, is good. Oh, thank goodness. Music with guitars is inherently worse than music without guitars. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Kanye. Yeah. So, so anyway, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think what you were saying there, Nick, uh, before you got interrupted by a point of stupidity, um, yeah, 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 yeah. was that, God damn it, Kanye. I'm um, sorry. <laughs> I'll go back and say it. Yeah, is yeah, that there's, there's more great music out there ever than ever. It's just it's in new, it's in unexpected places. It's and spread so out. It's more spread traditional out. media yeah. or people who don't pay that much attention aren't realizing how great it is how yeah. great it, yeah. in an era we're living in right now and they don't see that one shining beacon that was the 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 stereotypical 60s 70s you know guitar hero quote unquote right. so it right. must be on a decline right? yeah right. It's and just, kanye it's, it's, and kanye west said something so yeah but but, <laughs> but again i mean going back to that post article one last time it's like it sounds like a boomer wrote it you know, it's like, uh-huh. hey, where are the guitar heroes, man? Hey, right. Hey, right. where's, where's the Eric Clapton? Dude, yeah. Derek Trucks, 
You know what I mean? Like, get out of here, dude. You know, people. Speaking of which, thank on. you, Greg, for turning me on to that awesome Facebook group. Uh, which guitar, one? The, the one where everyone talks like boomers. Oh, it's our yeah, page yeah, yeah, where yeah. everyone talks like boomers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Freaking I, I, brilliant. I, I had to, I had to invite you to that because there's, there's a lot of good memes. Yeah, Nick, I get you. I got you. I got you on the list next. I'll be on the want. lookout. Okay. <laughs> everything's, <laughs> mis- everything's misspelled. You know, if it's yes. not Van Halen, <laughs> it sucks. Yeah, yeah exactly. brilliant. Yeah, and yeah. even better are the comments that miss the whole point of the group. <laughs> Right. They're like, yes. dude, yeah, I think yeah, he's yeah. really actually misunderstood. You should really yeah. calm down from your position, bro. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but listen, you know, there's always going to be like just great talent out there. And, um, you know, obviously the, you know, the, the way that we take in and internalize and digest music has changed. But there's obviously a lot of great guitarists out yeah. there. And, um, mm-hmm. You know, they still have a lot of people's attention. You know, it's just, it's just different. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but, and I understand, you know, they were backing it up with their sales going down, but like, that's any business, man. It goes up, it goes down. Look, it's going up again. What what does that tell you? That people, people do care about guitar. Yeah. Sweet. Well, that is some great news, Greg. Thank you for ending things in a bright spot, but I'm about to amp it up. Just, I'm going to take it to 11 for another reference. Uh Oh, Guys, we have a big announcement. Oh, that we cannot completely reveal yet. But October eighth, you mm. should check it out, listeners. Please mark down your calendars. October eighth. Say the date. Two, thir- two Thursdays from now. Is that it? Three. That's correct. Sounds about right. We got two a Thursdays brand. We got the biggest guest mm-hmm. that we've had yet. On you should check it out, and I'm just gonna leave it there. Okie dokie. Okay. Yeah. Pretty exciting. It's gonna stuff. be fun. It's gonna no be fun. BS. This is a big one. This is going to be great. Yeah, it's so going to be very cool. We're really excited. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're all excited here. And, you know, we, we want to bring out our our friends and, you know, just keep the keep the conversation going. Yep. And, and in the meantime, you'll still get your standard mediocre subpar episodes. Um, here so. we are. <laughs> Number 60 in the hey bag. <laughs> That's right, Number baby. 60. No, it's so good to go back to the, to the, wait, just real quick. It was good oh. to go back to the original, uh, you know, the original format. Format, thank you. Format, yeah. uh, you know, I just shoot the, shit, you know, yeah, um, right. <laughs> and uh, no, and I'm, and I'm glad that we are able to like kind of navigate through the uh, this tumultuous times, you know, and and represent. It's been tough, it's been tough, but I tell you, do what, you remember is, Nick? Do you remember that? Nick back at the beginning of this? You were like, this will be a really interesting journal of these times. Which is true. You just didn't expect it to turn into like a two-year really journal. Was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Year 38. Yeah. That, that brings up its own conundrum, which is like, <laughs> if, if you didn't have the podcast, would it be worth not having the pandemic? Wow, that's a tough one. No, probably yeah. not. I, no, it's, yeah. this is too valuable. I love it. This is episode... Two thousand five hundred sixty-seven. If you should check it out, we said we're gonna, we're going to outlast the John Cage piece, and by oh, we, right. I mean all of our we're ancestors will continue. We're reviewing the new Van Morrison album. It's fantastic. We're totally on board with him now. Get us out of our bunkers, please, Van. Please. I told you. <laughs> all right, yo, oh. find find us Help. on Facebook. Find yes. us on Instagram. You should check it out. dot com. We're on Twitter. We are on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and again, like Jay said, mark your calendars for October eighth. But mark your calendars for every Thursday because every right. Thursday is another episode of Just You Should Check It Out. Just hit that subscribe button. 
You get dinged. That's right. That's right. You know what? If you have subscribed, I'm going to say it again. Leave a review. Leave a Fair review. Enough. Review the and, and then you can review and then we can review your review. That which would is be something. A, that would be meta. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that would be great. Looking for a reason to be meta. <laughs> that's right. Indeed. Who is looking what the for kids a reason like. to be meta? The meta humor. Maybe Love that's it. what. Yeah. Exactly. We need to put out. A, we need a meta guitar hero to come out. Mm. That would. That would. That, yeah. <laughs> I think on that one. <laughs> well, in the meantime, boys, we've exceeded our allotment. Uh, for Indeed. time this evening, so mm. I'm going to have to shut this whole thing down. Shut Any down. final words? Cut it off. Uh, <laughs> nope. No. I hope everybody has a great week. Uh, yes. I hope it's uh, I hope week. it's a calmer week than last week was. Yes. Uh, stay sane. <laughs> yes. Let's all look out stay for safe. each other. Absolutely. And, yeah. All right. Yeah. Peace out, guys. We'll see you Thanks, next week. Guys. Right. Awesome. Bye.